worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to SaskAg Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon. Welcome to SaskAg Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan, wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. On today's show, we got the Saskatchewan crop report as it was released today. I spoke, as always, with Mackenzie Ledoon on how harvest is going in the province. Elsewhere in Ottawa at the Senate, Bill C-234, the carbon tax exemption on grain drying and heating barns that was talked about in the upper chamber, as well as uh, an addition made for this year's Canadian Western Agribition. We'll talk more with uh, CEO Sean Kindop about that. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. This is Saskag Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director, Ryan Young. Saskag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Farm Fresh Water, fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. A dry week in Saskatchewan provided the perfect opportunity for farmers to combine more crops. Harvest is now 82% complete way up from 68% last week and ahead of the five-year average of 64% and the 10-year average of 62%. Crops Extension Specialist Mackenzie Ladoon says oilseed crops were the primary focus this past week. This is because those oilseeds do take a longer time to mature and get ready for harvest. Either way, producers made some substantial progress in harvesting their canola. Canola is now 65% completed across the province. This is up 23% last week. Mustard is 97% completed in the province, soybeans are 47% and flax is 39% completed. This is pretty consistent in what we see in normal years for what crops are harvested and when. Oat harvest has also progressed rapidly this week with 79% of the crop harvested, an increase of 21% compared to last week. Durham is now 94% completed, barley is 92% and spring wheat is 88%. Chickpea harvest progressed rapidly with 87% of the crop off for the year. Harvest of fall cereals, canary seed, peas, and lentils is completed for the year. She says the southwest is pretty much done and the other regions are catching up. Absolutely. So harvest in the southwest is essentially completed with 97% of the crop off. Only a few acres of flax are left remaining in the region standing. The west central region continues to make great progress with 92% of this year's crop off and a lot of producers in the west central are anticipating to be finishing this coming week. The southeast has 79%, followed by the northeast and northwest at 75%, and finally the east central region has 66% of harvest completed. Producers are hoping for timely rains after harvest to replenish topsoil moisture levels for next year. For now, though, not much rain fell across the province as the Stoughton area received the most at just 10 millimeters. The lack of significant rain led to topsoil moisture once again decreasing. 
25% of cropland has adequate topsoil moisture, 49% are short, and 26% is very short. 20% of hay and pastures have adequate moisture, 49% are short, and 31% are very short. This week, we did ask our crop reporters to report on their pasture conditions, and what we're seeing is that they remain relatively unchanged from when our crop reporters last reported on them. 12% of pastures are in good condition across the province, while 31% are fair, 35% are in poor condition, and 22% are in very poor condition. Producers will need multiple significant rain events to improve soil moisture for pasture qualities to improve and hopefully have better pastures next year. Ladoon says crop damage reported came primarily from grasshoppers and drought conditions, but there was light frost recorded in the north and wildlife-eating crops. She also reminds everyone to be safe. Of course, harvest is a very busy and stressful time for producers, and they remind to take safety precautions in all the work that they do. This includes having fire mitigation resources at the ready and taking precautions when working on power lines and also blowing off those combines at the end of the night. And of course, mental health is safety and safety is mental health. So the farm stress line is available to producers to call toll-free whenever they're feeling stressed. The public is also reminded to take extra precaution, time, and space when encountering machinery on the roadways to make sure that everyone comes home safe. Mackenzie Ladoon is a crops extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture based in Moose Jaw. Up next is Bill C-234 and the discussion in the upper chamber. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. We're back with Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskag Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch. For Prairie 6-inch eavesdrop, size matters. So see Prairie 6-inch eavesdrop, your farm shop specialist, prairieeavesdrop.ca and Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decision, decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. When it comes to ongoing discussion about Bill C-234, a clear comparison can be made to the overall debate about pushing Canadians toward a greener economy. The private member's bill, which almost made it to the finish line in June, is aimed at exempting propane and natural gas from the federal carbon tax when used to heat barns or dry grain, Following three years of discussion and countless experts on both sides of the debate, all of them came to the conclusion that there are currently no viable options available to producers at the scale they need them to be to heat barns and dry grain. The Commons Ag Committee agreed to put an eight-year sunset clause on the legislation in the event there are new technologies that come in online that could work on countless farms across the nation. Everyone agrees with that, even the Green Party and the entire NDP caucus. But a handful of Liberal senators don't believe that. Tory MP Ben Lobb appeared before the Senate Ag Committee this morning. One of the senators who believes there are alternatives and that farmers are simply unwilling to invest in them is Pierre Delfon. He asked Lobb if farmers really need this exemption with the price of natural gas dropping. Natural gas is being delivered in Ontario this time, at this time of the year at about 20 three dollars per cubic meters a year ago it was 36 dollars per cubic meters so are you saying that the farmers in ontario are worse off this year that are using natural gas than they were last year you think it's going to be more expensive this year than last year considering that the price is down 14 dollars per cubic meter well if i can answer that one depends on what the temperature and the weather is if it's a wet if it's a wet fall and your corn has a high moisture content, there's a very good chance it could be quite a bit more than it was last year. 
And if it's a dry around, fall, less. pardon me? And if the other way around, we'd be less. Exactly. Exactly. But that has nothing to do with the carbon tax on drying crops and heating your livestock barns. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about the weather. We're not talking about the world price of natural gas, the viability of fracking uh, natural gas in Pennsylvania or Ohio or the world markets. We're talking about is it makes sense to charge a carbon tax on a farmer that makes food. That's what we're talking about today. For which I think that's what you're saying. I, I think you say the truth now. And I'm not saying you're not saying before. I'm just saying this is the true message you want to give us. Because we were told a few minutes ago in your presentations that farmer needs a break, inflation and everything else. So I'm telling that's you, fine, they need exactly. a break. But the price is not about natural gas price. The price is not about the natural gas price. Well, the price goes up and down on natural gas and yes, propane. Yes, but if you're paying this year one-third almost less, you're saying that they still need a break for natural gas? So I, I, I got to tell you, it is in the production of food. There's already a carve-out for diesel and gasoline. What we are asking for here is a carve-out for propane and natural gas. To dry grain, regardless of the temperature, regardless of the price, regardless of that, because there's already a carve-out. And the point, the point is, are we listening to the farmers? Are we trying to help the farmers out, or are we trying to make some sort of an argument make sense in our heads? That's Tory MP Ben Lobb appearing before the Senate committee this morning to talk about Bill 234. The bill needs the Senate's approval in order to become law. Up next is today's Ag Review. You're listening to SaskAg today on 620 CKRM. You're tuned in to SaskAg today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlemp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. As September winds down, Ice Futures Canola is poised to either climb higher or fall back. That's according to analyst Errol Anderson, president of ProMarket Communications in Calgary. That movement will largely be determined by the direction taken by November soybeans on the Chicago Board of Trade, which currently has support at $13 U.S. per bushel. Anderson says that the beans can fight off $13 and get back up to $13.50 U.S. Then there's a case for the canola market moving up too, noting the Canadian oil seeds November contract could then reach $760 to $770 per metric ton. But he says if the soybeans do break $13 U.S., then suddenly the trading range is down to $12.50 to $13 U.S., if that happens, then canola will go down into that $700 to $725 range. CN Rails says its crews are responding after 14 rail cars loaded with potash derailed near Rayleigh, B.C. Spokesperson Scott Brown says there were no dangerous goods involved and no leaks, injuries or fires reported. It's not clear what time the train derailed, but witnesses have said it happened between 7 and 10 Wednesday morning. 
This is the second train derailment in the Kamloops area this month and comes after five rail cars carrying fuel went off the tracks east of Ashcroft on Labor Day Monday. India will face a little difficulty in securing potash from foreign suppliers despite a diplomatic row with Canada. Industry and government officials say potash supplies from Canada have been steady. Ties between India and Canada deteriorated sharply after New Delhi and Ottawa expelled one of the other's diplomats in a dispute over the murder of a Sikh separatist leader in British Columbia in June. The worsening relations raised concerns over the potash supplies from Canada. India is a leading importer of fertilizers for its huge agriculture sector, which employs about half of its 1.4 billion people and accounts for nearly 15% of the $3 trillion economy. The top Senate negotiator of the United States' largest farm spending package is looking to get the bill done in December, three months after the prior farm bill expires on September 30th. Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee, says the delay was a matter of crafting a practical bill that would garner support and require compromise from both Republicans and Democrats. Neither the House nor Senate has yet introduced their version of the Farm Bill, which is passed every five years and funds farm commodity, nutrition and conservation programs. Passage of the Farm Bill is often delayed due to negotiations over nutrition programs and other spending. This year's bill is expected to cost more than $1.5 trillion U.S. over 10 years. Romania will work with Ukraine over the next 30 days on a grain export control plan that will help protect Romanian farmers. Romania is among five Eastern European Union countries along with Bulgaria, Hungary, Poland and Slovakia that saw a surge of Ukrainian grain imports after Russia invaded Ukraine. This distorted local markets and prompted farmer protests, leading the EU to approve curbs on Ukrainian grain imports while still allowing grain transiting elsewhere until September 15th. Poland, Slovakia and Hungary announced their own unilateral bans on Friday, prompting Ukraine to file a complaint against the three states at the World Trade Organization. Ukraine has proposed to the European Commission, the EU executive and neighboring countries an export control plan for four groups of crops wheat, maize, sunflower and rapeseed to protect local markets. A U.S. judge has barred Kraft, Kellogg and other major food producers from showing what the court called shocking and heart-wrenching videos of conditions inside certain hen houses at an upcoming antitrust trial against egg producers and marketers. In a ruling on Tuesday, the judge in Chicago said the risk of unfair prejudice against the egg producers and marketers by showing the graphic videos was extreme and outweighed any minimal value in the antitrust litigation accusing them of curbing domestic supply in order to charge higher prices. Kraft and the other plaintiffs wanted to play the videos at the trial next month to bolster their claim that an industry-wide animal welfare initiative announced in 2002 was a sham and actually part of a broader scheme to restrain the supply of eggs. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM.
The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, partly cloudy, high of 23. Tonight, just a few clouds and a low of 6 degrees. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, winds from the east at 30 kilometers an hour, high of 21, the low 10. Saturday, partly cloudy, high of 22. On Saturday night, cloudy and a 70% chance of showers, 12 degrees is the low. Periods of rain on Sunday, high of 19, the low 10. Then sunny on Monday, high of 23, low 10 degrees again. Tuesday, sunny, high of 24, 9 is the low. And Wednesday, partly cloudy, high of 21. Normal highs for this period are at 16, normal lows 2. Sun rose at 6.43 this morning, sun will set at 6.59 tonight. Around the province, in Estevan 20, Swift Current 14, Saskatoon 18, Weyburn 22, and Yorkton 21 degrees. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is in yellow grass at 22.2, cool spot in Cypress Hills at 11.3. In Regina, mostly cloudy sky, East-northeast wind at 6 kilometers an hour, humidity at 36%, temperature 19 degrees or 67 Fahrenheit, barometric pressure at 102.3 and falling. In Moose Jaw, mostly cloudy as well, winds are calm and a high and a temperature of 17 degrees. Again in Regina, mostly cloudy, east-northeast wind at 6, temperature 19 degrees. Back in a moment. Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskag Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems. Expect the best. As more producers wrap up harvest, the Canadian Canola Growers Association reminds farmers they can still apply for a cash advance. Director of Finance and APP Operations with the Canola Growers, Dave Gallant, gives an overview of how their cash advance program works. Certainly. So the cash advance program gives farmers access to cash flow for their inventory without them having to sell that inventory. The basic rules of the program are at CCGA, there's no admin fee. The first $350,000 this year is interest-free, and the remaining $650,000 that farmers can receive under the program is available to them from CCGA at prime minus three-quarters of a percent. This is for over 55 different products. So what it allows a farmer to do is, based on what they're producing on their farm, whether it's livestock or grains and oil seeds, they can get cash flow for that inventory without actually having to sell that inventory. Now, this is the time of year when farmers do a lot of uh, marketing of their crop. Can you tell me a little bit more about how a cash advance fits into a farmer's marketing plans? It's the perfect tool for helping farmers with that marketing plan. So right now, as they're finishing harvest, they've got grain in the bin and they've got bills to pay. And what this allows them to do is get money for that grain in the bin, pay those bills, and then they can focus on figuring out how they want to sell that product over the next 6 to 12 months in terms of when does the timing make sense for their farm, what pricing opportunities make the most sense for their farm, with the goal that they can now maximize revenues from their sales and ultimately return a much higher profit for their farm. Which is a bigger draw for farmers when it comes to a cash advance? 
I would say it's it's a combination. So certainly helping farmers with the marketing plan is huge for farmers at this time of year and putting cash in their pockets so they can pay the bills. But when you look at interest rates the way they are today at 7.2% prime, using a cash advance can save farmer literally tens of thousands of dollars a year. Right now, a farmer who uses a $500,000 under the program is going to save over $26,000 compared to borrowing from the local bank or credit union at prime. And the bigger the advance the farmer takes out and the higher the interest rate they may pay from their lender, the more they're going to save. So it's a huge opportunity for them to save a lot of money in terms of their financing costs on the farm. Now, obviously, farmers have a plethora of options when it comes to financing. So what separates a cash advance from, from other forms of financing? Well, there's several different factors. So number one, the interest-free component. So that is free money for the farmer as long as they comply with the rules. Second, the interest-bearing portion is always at below prime. So no matter what amount the farmer borrows under the program, they're always going to pay less than the prime rate of interest on their advance. It doesn't require any collateral beyond the commodity on the advance. So they don't need to own equipment. They don't need to own land. They don't need to use existing collateral for this advance. And that's really an important factor, especially for those who are new to farming and just starting out. You may be renting land, you may be borrowing equipment, you can still get a cash advance as long as you own the inventory. And lastly, a cash advance allows a farmer the flexibility in terms of payment. You don't have a monthly scheduled payment. You don't have a minimum payment required. You only pay when you sell the product, which means you only pay when you have cash flow from the sale. Now that we're deep into the harvest season, uh, can farmers still apply right now? And if so, how can they get started? Definitely. So we take applications every day of the week. And in fact, we're seeing farmers who are harvesting right now. Those volumes are starting to pick up as farmers are completing the harvest. If you're not an existing customer with CCGA, the simplest way to do it is call us at one 866 745 2256. And our dedicated contact center staff will walk you through the process, answer any questions you have, and will actually complete the application and email it to you so that you can finish the application at home on your own time. If you're an existing customer or have been with us in the past, we have a secure site that allows you to do your advance application 24 hours a day, seven days a week at your convenience. That's Dave Glant with the Canadian Canola Growers Association promoting their cash advance program. On Deck is an addition made to Agribition for this year's show. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. You're tuned in to Saskag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskag Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. A more daring addition is being made to Canadian Western Agribition. CEO of Agribition Sean Kindop says freestyle bullfighting will make its debut this year. Just again to put everybody at uh, at ease that is listening. Um, there will be no harm to bulls, so the the, uh, the risk is on the bullfighters. Um, it, it's a very exciting event. We're bringing in um, a, a new twist that's never been done in Canada before. We are bringing in, they're called recortadores, so they get judged based on how how close the bull gets to them. They can do the same trick as many times as they want. And we're also bringing in bullfighters only who um, compete down in Vegas during the NFR. But there will be a twist this year as the recortadores are trying to uh, get a bid to head down to Vegas. So the bullfighters only are going to compete in, uh, so I guess the freestyle guys are going to compete in recortadores, and the recortadores are going to compete in 
the freestyle. So they will oh, both wow. be competing in each other's events for an overall champion. But uh, there is a little bit on the line, so we're super excited. Kindop says the intent of bringing in bullfighting is to keep the show high energy as well as affordable for families to attend. Just when you're looking at your tickets for the Tuesday event, there is two different price levels. One's going to be $33. Again, want to make it affordable. And the other one's going to be $75. But there's going to be, you're going to be right down there. Odds are you're going to be hit with dirt. But oh. you're also going to get a, uh, an opportunity to meet all of the bullfighters as well. Freestyle bullfighting will take place on November 21st, the second day of Agribition. Kendop also previewed the rodeo. Yeah, the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals is back again for another year. Um, we're the first rodeo technically in the 20 of the following season, so it's uh, again the, the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals, and a lot of the people that will be competing will have competed at the Canadian Finals Rodeo, which is again very exciting, and last year we had record attendance, so we're looking to build up on that as well. And he says finding information about this year's show is all in one place. Yeah, head to agribition.com. We've completely revamped our website to make it even more user-friendly. So it should be, it's laid out very well. So if there's, uh, that's the best place to find any information or buy your tickets and uh, reach out to any of our team members. Agribition will be held November 20th to 25th. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. Coming up next is the Market Update. Here's the market update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were mostly down in early trading today. Canola is down $10.30 at $683.22 a metric ton. Number one red spring wheat is down five cents at $336.46. The rest were unchanged. Durham at $514.74. Feed barley $272.58. Chickpeas 1036.17, flax 561.54, lentils 844.50, oats 311.53, yellow peas 382.89, feed wheat 223.56. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is down seven and a quarter cents, seven dollars and seventy-six and a quarter cents a bushel. Up next is the livestock report. The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now, here are the latest Livestock Quotes. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for the week of September the 20th. Wow, what a smoking hot sale, a bard burner. I'm talking about the pre-sort sale, though. Over 2,200 in the sort with another 370 cows and bulls, a total of 2,600 for the day. Cows and bulls selling 3 to 4 lower. D1, D2 cows, 125 to 133, sales to 134, 135. D3 cows, 117 to 125. Older type, weaker, thinner, blemish cows, 75 to 90. Cows are averaging 124.50. From the good Ituna area, 1,650-pound cows topped out at 135. Good bulls, 145 to 155. Sales to 167, 168. Bulls are averaging 155. From that good Norquay area, 2,100-pound bulls topped out at 168. And now on to our tremendous pre-sort sale. To all our producers, you have to stop and listen to some of these prices. 425-pound tanks, 507. 500 pounders, 453. 575-pound tan steers at 410. We had 100 red black exotic steers at 575 pounds. They topped out at 409. We had 89 red black exotic steers, 650 pounds. They were at 392. My favorite pen, 710-pound tan steers, 372. 
and the red block exotic steers at 710 pounds, they were at 371. 780 pound steers, 356, and 850s at 344. On the heifers, 350 pound heifers, 454. 425 pounders at 429. 500 pound red block exotic heifers, 390. The 650s at 338. 700-pounders, 322. 800-pound heifers at 292. Got to say the highlight of the morning here, 50 little steers, 340 pounds. They topped out at 540. And 650-pound tan steers, there were 66 in this package. They topped out at 399. You won't find that price anywhere else. Next week, Aubrey pre-sort sale, 1,800 head consigned so far. October 4th, Charlet influence sale, 1,500 head consigned for that sale. And just a reminder to uh, producers to book your trucks to avoid disappointment. This Friday, September 22nd, sheep lamb goat sale receiving today from 12 to 8. And Friday till sale time, expecting a 1,000 head. There is no horse sale. That's it for this week at Heartland York, and I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest pork prices for the Brandon and Moose Jaw plants today. They're up over a dollar to $210.19 per CKG. You're listening to Saskag today on 620 CKRM. Coming up is the Resource Report. Zero. It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Tensions between Canada and India are escalating. Today, India halted all visa services for Canadians and a spokesperson for India's External Affairs Ministry accused Canada of harboring terrorists. The remarks come days after Prime Minister Justin Trudeau told Parliament there are credible allegations that India had a role in the assassination of a Sikh separatist leader in B.C. last June. Speaking to media from New York today, Trudeau said the government is unequivocal about the importance of protecting Canadians and standing up for our values. Both countries have also expelled some top diplomats. Meanwhile, the Bank of England has paused nearly two years of interest rate hikes, keeping its main rate unchanged at a 15-year high of 5.25%. It comes as a surprising fall in UK inflation eases concerns about the pace of price increases. Inflation unexpectedly fell to 6.7% in August, its lowest level since Russia invaded Ukraine in February 2022. The U.S. Federal Reserve also announced a decision yesterday to hold rates steady. On the markets, the TSX is down 332 points at 19,881. The Dow is down 194 points to 34,246. Oil is up 33 cents to $89.99 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 74.20 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand Saskag Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's going to do it for Thursday's edition of Saskag Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.